the, the knowing aspect is you saying, you know what? I can pull from this this repertoire that I have. The doing aspect, I think, is the only real way for you to prove to yourself that you're capable and double and triple down on your skills. You can study oratory. You can study speaking. You can study podcasting. You can study the compound effect. You can read these books. You can come to book club. But if you don't take action in your real life, if you don't develop these skills, that's actually why in book club, we always set an intention at the end. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1093, How to Figure Out What's Really Making a Difference, last week's live podcast. Today, for episode number 1094, happy Wednesday, there is a big difference between knowing and doing. I, Alan, have been on a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of podcast coaching calls or podcast breakthrough sessions. And I believe it was on Friday night. After I finished my day, I was whining to myself in the office. I literally said, I gave it all I had. I gave it everything I had today. I was just like, just trying to get through the day. And I thought Taryn was gone because when I went and checked the bedroom, I didn't see her, but she was hiding in bed. And after I realized she was lying in bed, I went and said, babe, I feel like I'm really, really, really getting into the groove when it comes to podcast coaching. I feel like my confidence is the highest it's ever been. I'm doing a really good job at connecting dots for clients. My awareness around branding has come way up. For some reason, I'm really good at naming things. I'm helping them figure out who their ideal listener is and I'm helping them name their episodes and I'm helping them. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm so, so, so happy. And after I told her that I started, I started thinking to myself, there's a huge difference between me knowing a lot about podcasting and knowing a lot about speaking and knowing a lot about titles and me actually showing up in front of somebody else and saying, all right, where, where do you want to go here? Like, what should we do on this call? The, the knowing aspect is you saying, you know what, I can pull from this, this repertoire that I have. The doing aspect, I think, is the only real way for you to prove to yourself that you're capable and double and triple down on your skills. And I think of it from this aspect as well, Alan. My learning, so as you know, if you're a listener of NLU, Alan and I learn every day whether it's audiobooks or YouTube episodes or podcasts or conversations, we're always learning. And my learning lately, a lot of it has come from experience versus, I mean, yeah, I'm still learning from books and stuff, but so much of what I've learned recently has been me being on another podcast and saying, oh, I, I, just, I just experienced something I am yet to experience. What does that mean? And that helps me learn. Or you and I having business talks behind the scenes and me learning so much from actually doing. Or the, tac the, 
tax debacle of 2022 where I went through and did our taxes. Alan helped me the first night and then I spent the second day by myself. There's a difference between knowing how to go through the spreadsheets and figure it out and actually doing it. And today, my goal with this episode is for you to understand, I think no matter where you are in the journey, no matter what season of growth you're in, if you are doing more, you're probably learning more. Whether that's you learning through wins, learning through losses, whatever it may be, I think that's a very, very valuable thing. And we talk often about action and the importance of it, but I'm realizing very quickly, Alan, that if I go out and I do three podcasts a day and I do three coaching calls a day, I'm going to learn way more that week than if I just listen to books because I'm experiencing it. I'm emotionalizing it. It's personal to me. It affects me. It, I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it. So that's my goal with this episode today. Kev, Emilia was telling me a story. This had to be two or three weeks ago. So she went to Providence College, which is like an hour, eh, probably a half hour south of where we live right now. And I went to WPI, which is about a half an hour north of where I live right now. And she was talking to a professor, and she was telling me this story on the couch the other night. We have um, sometimes we do candlelight dinners on the couch, and like the fire's on, and there's a candle going. It's actually really nice. Lights are all pretty much off except for the candles and such. And we just have deep conversations while we eat. Awesome. And she was talking about uh, one of her professors because we were talking about our college days. And she's a lot younger than I am, so we weren't in college at the same time. But she had heard about WPI's reputation. Uh, in New England, WPI is a very reputable school. It's one of the top tech schools in the world. And uh, she was asking one of her professors at the time, like, what's the big deal about WPI? Like, what makes WPI different? And she was telling me the story on the couch the other night. And she said that the professor actually had a really profound answer. She said, it's not necessarily the professors or the curriculum. It's they just have so many great labs. They have really, really high tech labs. And when you were talking, it made me think of this because when I was in college, I did electrical and computer engineering. And for those of you who don't know, electrical engineering is more of like um, analog versus digital. How would I even explain that? Analog is like the what you think of when you think of elect electricity, like electricity in your home. That's technically analog. And then digital is computer engineering, which is more of your computer software, the software side. So think of hardware versus software. And so I went down more of the software road. It was both, but mostly software. So computer engineering is the road that I took. So it was much more computer engineering than it was electrical engineering. And we used to have these courses and we had so many courses with labs. And I remember I spent so many nights. They, Atwater Kent is the name of the building. If you're from WPI, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Atwater Kent, the amount of nights I spent in Atwater Kent, it's kind of like a running joke for computer engineers there. It's like you just live there, basically. Uh, you don't, but it's brutal. And the labs, you just live in the lab. These labs are really, really hard. And you have a, um, a circuit board and you have wires and then you have, you know, all this equipment. And when you were talking about there's a big difference between knowing and doing, that's what WPI was known for, is you don't just learn the theory, you actually do a lot of lab work. There's a lot of applied, and that's really where a lot of the breakthroughs happen. I wish I had taken my labs a little more seriously. I mean, I usually just picked partners who were the smartest people I could possibly find, genuinely, you know, and um, 
we had to write these really long lab reports. But that's really my point is, I mean, you were in spreadsheets for 30 hours straight. Um, 30 hours within two days, I should say. 30 hours within 48 hours, right? And the amount that you learned through doing is just way higher than if you read a book on spreadsheets. And so uh, Jim Rohn has a great formula that he talks about all the time. Study, practice, teach. It's the mastery formula. Study, practice, teach. I, I evolved the formula. I do prep, rep, reflect, perfect. Um, but study is great. Practice is greater. You can study oratory. You can study speaking. You can study podcasting. You can study the compound effect. You can read these books. You can come to book club. But if you don't take action in your real life, if you don't develop these skills, that's actually why in book club, we always set an intention at the end. And I tell people, we had a bunch of new members this week, uh, several, I think there was like four people in there that had never been to book club before. And I was like, you didn't know what you got yourself into. But anyways, at the end, we joke, we say, this is mirror club. This is just, we're not here to do anything other than get better. And we don't want to just learn. We want to actually implement. And so what we do at the end of book club And if you're in book club, you'll know this. We set intentions and we put our intentions in the chat publicly. And then Brandon, the director of book club, takes those copies and pastes them into the private WhatsApp group we have so that everyone can hold each other accountable. And he tags everybody. And so we all can check in. Okay, here's our intention based on what we learned. And this is the question. Based on what you learned in book club today, based on what you're learning right now in this episode, what are you going to What's the new intention? What's the new thing you're going to do and implement based on that? And we put our intentions in the chat and then we we try to follow through. And so at the end of the day, study, practice, teach. Studying is great and it's important. Practicing is by far the most important. And then teaching, I would say reflect on what you practice. That's what a lab report is. It's essentially, okay, what was your hypothesis? What happened? Did it go as well as planned? What did you go wrong? What was, you know, what conclusions can you draw based on what happened? That kind of thing. And I'll just say this briefly too. Uh, every invention that, like everyone listening to this, even if you're driving, you can look around a little bit. Keep your eyes on the road, obviously. But like everything around us that's man-made was invented by somebody and innovated upon. And all of that was through trial and error, which is practice. They didn't just study books. I mean, they joke about how academics, you know, study, 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 but they don't necessarily practice as much. And so you can know everything there is to know about physiology and fitness, but if you don't get in the gym, it's not going to really matter. I think there's, that's, and we've talked about this. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally, Alan and I had this talk behind the scenes. I'm getting lost with the amount of episodes we've done. I'm trying to make sure we're not doing the same thing every single week, but I do think that that's one way to make sure that you're not getting an ego. It's very easy to say, well, I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. Well, there's a big difference between you knowing something and you practicing it consistent, consistently. And this is the other thing too. There are intricacies through practice that you cannot get elsewhere. There are certain things that you can only get by doing. You can study and you can learn, but there's certain, whether it's working with your hands or it's I mean, exercising, there's certain positions, there's certain body movements, there's certain conversations that you may have with your partner. You may know how to de-escalate a situation, but there's a huge difference between knowing how to do it and actually doing it on a consistent basis because 
I had a client call this weekend and there was something going on with this client's um, audio recorder, the program that they use. And we were troubleshooting. And I've been in this program. It was Audition, Adobe Audition. And I was like, oh man, I have not done this. I, yeah, I know a ton about it. I know a ton about Adobe Audition. I've studied it. I have not done it in a long time. I've not used Adobe Audition in six months, Several eight years. months. Yeah, no, oh, really? I, yeah, I think it's been, because we had it. So I still, if I had calls with clients, I would open it up and just mirror. Gotcha. Because the, the thing is, when you're on a, a Mac, all the controls are different. Everything's different on a Mac than it is Windows, and I use Windows. So I said to this person, I said, honestly, it's going to take me a couple minutes because I haven't done this in a while. It's not that I haven't studied it. I just haven't done it. I don't have muscle memory like I used to. I used to be able to do it with my eyes closed. So there is something to be said about the importance of practice, and you can know a whole lot, but if you're not practicing it, if you're not bringing that into the real world, you're not going to get results. There's a lot of people who quote unquote, know what you know, but if they're not doing something with it constructive, then it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Hey guys, my name is Laura and I was a member of group number two, which was called uh, Gratitude with Attitude. And I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my experience with group coaching. I was, um, over a period of three months, we were guided by Kevin and Alan and encouraged to express ourselves without the fear of being uh, judged. So they were very supportive. They are very knowledgeable. They are very, very um, understanding. And uh, they just provided this safe space for us to be ourselves. And uh, there was an amazing uh, culture of support among all the members of the group. And you are given the opportunity to um, take as much as you wanted from the experience, participate as much as you wanted or as little as you wanted. And all of it was done in a very, very safe and confidential space. So you really, really have the opportunity to really grow. Um, and to be honest, if it hadn't been for the opportunity to be in group coaching, I would not be able to have the courage to be recording this video right now. So please don't let the opportunity pass you by because it will be the money best invested in your own personal growth. So don't wait, just do it. I'll give you a perfect example, Kev, you'll probably remember this. So please. I gave a fitness speech at, uh, we, we created a, an event, co-hosted an event in 2019, January of 2019, called Top Notch Live, and I was the first speaker. And at the opening of my speech, I said, listen, this is about natural health and fitness. And a lot of this you're going to know. And I opened up saying, I don't want you to say, I already know that. Mm. I want you to ask, am I doing that? Am I doing that consistently? Have I mastered that? Because at the end, the last slide is the big five to thrive, which is, you know, sleep enough. Essentially, in a nutshell, it's get quality sleep, hydrate enough per day based on your body weight, you know, make sure you do mobility each day, make sure you exercise daily. And then the last one, sleep, hydration, nutrition, training, mobility, um, nutrition. Oh, and make sure you track your calories and your weight. And so uh, that was actually six, but track your calories. So every one of us knows, ready? This is, this is a good example. Every one of us knows that the way to lose weight, 
knowledge is to exercise more and eat less. Everyone knows that. How many people are actually doing that? Uh, I have a client who recently moved and she stopped exercising for like a, a month, three weeks. The scale went all the way back. All of the progress, what took her literally three months to lose, she gained all the way back in three weeks. This is the problem. It's more difficult to lose weight than to gain weight. We kind of all know that. And all of us know that we need to exercise more and eat less, but how many people actually do that? And then more importantly, how many of those people actually do it consistently? And then how many of those people have mastered it to where they can do it over not just months, but years? And the, the percentage gets very, very, very small. One of the things that Kevin and I try to talk about a lot because we want to double down on it and what we want to do is help our clients with this is sustain things for the long term. I mean, you're talking about podcast clients. I have a lot of business clients and it's like right out of the gate, I'm giving disclaimers these days. I have a disclaimer with my coaching. Like if you can't be consistent and you can't be consistent long term and you can't do something that's actually sustainable for more than two to five years, there's no point even starting. Like my goal is not to help you have a good month. My goal is to help you have a better life. And knowledge is not the only thing that's going to do it. I can raise your awareness. I can help you with awareness. And the last thing I'll say here too, and I've said this to one of my clients. I said, one of my clients had a fitness coach that didn't quote unquote work. And this was a client early on that I worked with for, for many years. And I essentially, she hit her uh, lowest weight she's ever hit, 125 pounds. It was the lowest weight she's ever hit. She looked the best she ever was. I think it was actually 127. And she's like, I don't understand. Like, how did we do that? And I said, well, here's the thing. Anybody can teach you how to lose weight. Anyone can teach you how to work out. Anyone can teach you how to eat right. Not everyone can get you to actually do it. I said, I was someone who could, who could get you to do it. And I think that that's what I want to give to all of our listeners right now is how good are you at getting yourself to actually do these things, not just learn about them? I think one of the issues we have is we're reading tons of books, but we're not implementing these things. I try really hard to implement. Um, I call this the implementation gap, but it, it's it's not easy. Implementation, we're reading a book called Switch right now. Implementation is way harder than learning, in my opinion. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, the knowledge, I always used to say that. You and I had, a, I think we had, a, I'll say, a disagreement early on. I said, knowledge is not power. It's merely potential power. I'm with and you on like, that now. You were like, nah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but that's because that's because I didn't realize that I was really good at implementation. Yeah, fair. Right, and so whenever I learned something, I always implemented it. But I didn't realize how hard that is for some people. And I and I do, I do with certain things because I just want full transparency. I suck at implementing certain things too, for sure. Like writing my book lately, I'm, I'm I think I'm 12 days in a row has been really really hard for me. But going to the gym 190 days in a row hasn't been nearly as hard as writing is. So I think it, it depends on the arena. It depends on the person. depends on the goal. Um, but I do agree with you now. Knowledge is definitely not power. It's, it's definitely a huge part of the equation, but it's yeah. not the whole equation. Yeah, there's something to be learned. There was a quote. It's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. There was I remember this. I don't know why I remember this, but remember the days of AIM? Oh, yeah, AIM? 
so everybody had their like their message in their bio. And I think this might be <laughs> yeah. in their whatever in their, profile. What was it? Their profile? Is that what profile? it was called? Yeah, I don't remember. I remember so. when you were like dating someone you had to like be in there? Yeah, their initials. The their heart. initials. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember I had three friends, like three uh not even close friends, honestly. And it was it said ride or die, and it had my three quote unquote friends. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? You live in a small town, there's no ride or die going on in there. So you need to take it easy, Kevin. But I remember I remember somebody had, and again, this might be like a rated R reference because I don't really know where this comes from and that can be dangerous, but it said, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's experience. I don't know if that was like a, a sexual innuendo. It might've been, maybe it's from a movie. I don't know. But I think about that where, again, yeah, you can read a lot in books, but if you get out there and do something, if it's good, awesome. Good for you. You just learned something new. If it's bad, that's an experience for you to build upon. And I'm telling you, I'm in this weird phase, Alan, where I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm learning from books, but I've learned more in the last month by just being out in front of people virtually and like being in the spreadsheets and you and I having conversations and Tara and I having conversations and just like learning about life. Just been a lot of interesting experiences being around people and studying humans. That's, there's certain things that you just can't learn in a book. That you oh, have yeah. to see for yourself and experience for yourself and question for yourself and say, what does this actually mean? So that was the goal with today's episode. Anything you want to add quickly? quickly. Last thing. Quickly. Uh, I think the books can raise your awareness, which then when you go out and experience things, you'll notice things quicker and you'll mm-hmm. notice things more. Yeah. So for example, if I were to say to everyone right now, hey, make sure that you look out for a black BMW. I'm priming your mind to look for that. And so books can kind of do that. What I, what I use books for, by the way, they get me to focus on the thing. So if I'm getting distracted a lot, I'll read Essentialism. If I'm not doing well at being consistent, I'll read The Compound Effect. If I need to dial up my habits, I'll read Atomic Habits. So I prescribe books not because of what they're going to learn, but because of what it gets you to focus on. Um, I just wanted to add that. I appreciate that very much. I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that as well. Thank you, brother. You're very welcome. Next level (laughs) nation. I mentioned this last week. So many podcasts, uh, they will have something at the beginning where they may have an ad or a sponsorship or something like that. We don't have any of that. We actually want to give you money. So if you leave us a review, on your platform of choice. Oh, yeah. Screenshot it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Screenshot it. Send it to myself and or Alan via email. Send it over. Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever. Send Instagram, it over. Instagram, snail mail, homing pigeon, whatever you've got <laughs> at your disposal. Owl. Send it over. We will compile them and we will choose one lucky winner at the end of the month. We will send you a $100 Amazon gift card to your email and that's that. That simple. That's it. I, I literally... The, I, we did it for two or three months and the people reached out and I said, hey, you're the winner. Here's your $100 Amazon gift card. Boom, you're good to go. So that is the goal. And again, it helps us help more people. When you go to Amazon and you buy something, and this isn't like an Amazon sponsorship or anything. I just know that a lot of people buy things on Amazon. And if I could send you a crisp $100 bill, I'd do that. But that would be a little more challenging. When you go to Amazon, when you go to the movies, you're looking at the reviews and you're saying, is this movie something that I'll enjoy? Podcasts are the same way. So if you enjoy us, it will help us find more people like you to enjoy us and we will help them and the world will be a better place because of it. As of this moment, Kev, mm, yeah. there are 22 days, uh-huh. zero hours, 
Okay. 25 minutes and 11 seconds. Oh, 10. Oh, nine. I'm oh, joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> seconds left. We have a timer on our website, so I wanted to do that. At the very least, if you just want to see an unflattering video of Kevin and myself, you can go to nextleveluniverse.com, uh, click on group coaching. Now, at, at very least, check it out. It starts on October 4th. There's 22 days left. Uh, group coaching is a very well-polished product at this point. And there's an assistant coach, there's a private WhatsApp group, there's a workbook, there's going to be six bi-weekly coaching sessions with Kevin and myself. These are personal private trainings. These are very, very valuable. And it really, at this point, we've condensed all of what we've taught all into one nicely packaged curriculum to really be the Mario Kart booster that you need to get to the next level in your health, your wealth, and your love. And when I say this is a well-polished product, what I mean is we've done, we've graduated 72 people, about to be 82, and we've learned from every single one of those people. And so if you want a Mario Kart booster, you can do a three-month payment plan, a six-month payment plan, or you can pay fully up front. When you pay, you pay attention. Please join us. It will change your life. We have testimonials on testimonials of people that have said their life will never be the same. Many of the NLU team members, quite frankly, were at one point group coaching members. So you never know what that could lead to. I hope that you decide to join us. I believe we've graduated 62, about to be 72. You Is are correct? correct. My okay, apologies. I just want to make yeah, sure. That makes no, sense. No, 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 yeah, no worries. Because seven I, groups... I, yeah. I know you'd want me to correct you. That's why. Thank I you. I do. Of course. Yep. Next level nation. We love you and appreciate you and all that happy jazz. I'll circle back to that because I'm going out of the wrong order. You know, it's Monday. We haven't recorded an episode in however many days. I'm a little bit rusty. Tomorrow for episode number 1095. Can limiting beliefs be disguised as empowering ones? Last week's live Q&A. Here comes the, the part that was supposed to come now, but actually came before as well. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.